and we're back to the Pass It to Patrick podcast, where we're discussing everything sports news, sports related, top stories. The Lakers have been eliminated from the playoffs. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, it's not the worst thing because Lakers fans would have had to suffer, uh, I believe, watching their team in the playoffs. But, you know, it's one of those things where when the Lakers are in the playoffs, uh, it's beneficial for every uh, every time the playoffs roll around for the Lakers to be in the playoffs. It is. The league ratings. And it's not only that the Lakers aren't in the playoffs, it's that LeBron James isn't in the playoffs. And that's where we're going to start out today. What is the impact of the Lakers not making the playoffs? Well... I don't think it impacts LeBron James. I think his uh, legacy won't be impacted. There are some that believe it will be, but I'm not one of those people. I I think that him not making the playoffs, I mean, he went 13 seasons. 13 seasons, think about that, making the postseason. He's been to 10 finals. I'm not going to, you know, Kobe didn't make the playoffs a couple times. You know, even Jordan missed the playoffs. This happens. Steph Curry missed the playoffs. All this happens. But because it's LeBron James, everyone is going to make a big deal about this. Now, do I think that it's great for a career? No. I don't think it's it's ever beneficial. It never it never makes the legacy better in the end. It just doesn't. But it's not going to affect it. Because LeBron James is one of the top-tier talents in the league still. He is still the face of of the NBA. I know everyone is, they've said Giannis, they're saying, uh, you know, Steph Curry is, Kevin Durant is, no, it's still LeBron, because even though LeBron put this team together, I think he expected a little more from Russell Westbrook, because people are saying he's the GM of the Lakers. Rob Palenka is the GM. Jeannie Buss makes decisions. Rob Palenka is the GM. They signed off on this. I'm not taking the blame away from LeBron because of what happened. But I'm not going to put it all on him. Because in the end, if if Jeannie Buss, I'm sorry, if you don't want Russell Westbrook on your team, you have a say. You do have a say. And if Rob Palinka doesn't want Russell, Russell Westbrook, and he wants, let's say, a Buddy Heald or a DeMar DeRozan, you can do that. You can take a little bit of the power away. I'm putting, I'm spreading the blame around for this season, this disappointing season. The Lakers were picked to win the West. Let's not forget, that was the early pick. They weren't picked to win the NBA Finals. That was the Brooklyn Nets. And Brooklyn is teetering, they're in the play-in, but they're teetering on not making the playoffs with currently how they're playing. I like that they beat the Knicks, but it's the Knicks. Uh, but they're in the they're in the play-in, and uh, honestly, who knows? Anything can happen in the play-in, so they're not even secure. But for the Lakers to not even make the playoffs, it's a huge disappointment for all Lakers fans. Not only Lakers fans, but NBA fans in general. It's not good for the league. It's just not. Ratings go up, ticket sales, jerseys. Nobody benefits from this. 
And the Lakers don't have any draft picks. Um, I think the next one is 2027. They don't got any, you know, compensation this offseason. They are going to have to make moves. But LeBron's legacy is not affected by this. <laughs> the guy is averaging 30 points a game. And I know people are saying, well, you know, his assist totals have gone down. He went from 11 to 4 uh, averaging a game. You know what? He is very self-aware of the situation that the Lakers were in this year. I think he knew before the All-Star break. I did. I think he's he said, you know what? Anthony Davis, hurt again, my guy. Uh, Russell Westbrook, he's not who... Uh, who we thought he was going to be. I know the Lakers thought that Russell Westbrook was going to come off the bench and he was going to be that next um, drive, you could say, while LeBron sat. He could keep the offense going and put the pressure on. I know that's kind of what they were thinking. I I don't think that was ever going to be the case because Russell Westbrook, he has had turnovers, even though he has averaged triple doubles in the past. When you're on the Lakers... The scrutiny is high. You're looking at everything. The sports media world is looking at everything. And those turnovers and those decisions, it's the perfect example of a player who relied on his athleticism more than mentally changing his game. It's just the case. Tom Brady doesn't throw the ball the same way. LeBron puts up more threes. He doesn't drive to the basket more. They've adjusted their game with their age. And Russell Westbrook just didn't adjust like that. Factor in, they're an old team. It was never going to work. And now I think this offseason, they're left with few uh, choices. And you got to trade Anthony Davis. You just got to. You got to put a package together. You got to see what you can get from him. Now I know people will say, it's Anthony Davis. You're taking away one of the big three. Look, they got to get another star in there. And right now, Anthony Davis is not working out as their star. He's just not. And, you know, I don't I don't put a lot of blame on Anthony Davis because injuries happen. But he is so injury prone that it's, it, it's just never going to work. He's so injury prone, it's affecting LeBron now. And, and Russell Westbrook, I don't know what they're going to do with him, if he's going to stay, because they are just locked in with that $47 million that they're going to have to pay him. They're going to have to pay him that. So whether they do a buyout, which I think he's going to want all his money. But even if they have to run it back with Russell, and I know people are going to say there's no way they can bring Westbrook back. I think their best option, though, is to trade AD. I do. Look, what have we seen over the course of AD being in LA? I mean, he was hurt on the Pelicans. Don't get me wrong, he was out a lot on the Pelicans. But the injuries have just piled up with AD. He did come through in the bubble in the finals. He helped win that championship, not taking anything away from that. But the thing is, you got to move him now because you got to change up the culture. You can't run this team back next year. It just doesn't work. The fit doesn't work. You're immediately eliminated. Got to trade AD. Now, I don't know what you could get for AD. I don't know what the uh, market is for him um, as of right now. I, I'm sure you could get a couple first-rounders, probably a megastar, you know, somebody um, that could play with LeBron a little better and have a little more durability. It's hard because... 
even though AD is a great trade option, some people are going to look at him and say, why would I want an injury-prone big man who doesn't want to play the five? He wants to play a Kevin Durant-style game. And he's a big guy. you got to put him in at the five. I know he's never wanted to. But unless he's playing the five, he's just not... <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not going to work, Lakers fans. you got a championship out of it. But the the one criticism I have of LeBron James, and I don't have a lot because I believe he's a great player. When you bring LeBron James to your team, you better be expected for this. You better expect this. LeBron James will come to your team. He will win you a chip. But the aftermath, after they win a couple championships or something, you saw it with Cleveland. You saw it with Miami. In, in Cleveland, he left, and they were in shambles. That was it. They were a team that were that was overpaying Kevin Love, <laughs> strapped against the, you know, the the cap. And honestly, it, it just wasn't gonna work because they had no depth there. They, they were depleted. And even though you won a championship, and I believe Cleveland, they realized that was worth it. I think that was more worth it than when he left Miami. Um, because Miami, I know they wanted to win more than a couple. Um, but this is what happens when you bring LeBron in. Do I think it's worth it? Yes, I do think it's worth it to bring LeBron in. There are very few stars like a Tom Brady, a LeBron James, um, to bring some of these guys in and win a chip. Yes. But do I like it long term? No, I am not in favor of it. (laughs) You have to know who you are if you're wanting to win right now, but if you're willing to risk not having anything because you're not going to have picks. The Lakers don't have picks. Okay, they don't. And they don't have youth on their team right now. And that's the biggest thing is I believe they need some youth. I mean, think about it. If you're paying uh, minimum contracts, bare-bone contracts to some of these veterans who are in their 30s who don't have the energy late game, this team was constructed for the playoffs, but they're not making the playoffs. So that's irrelevant. So if you're going to be paying guys minimum contracts, then why not pay youth? Why not? Look, imagine if they hadn't traded Brandon Ingram to the Pelicans. Imagine if they had traded Kuzma, which they didn't want to trade at the time. They just wanted to trade uh, Brandon Ingram and a few pieces, Lonzo Ball, because I think they thought Kuzma was the upside. But imagine if they got gave Kuzma instead of Ingram and maybe was a little more finessed in that trade. Showed a little more, you know thinking ability when trading those players because Brandon Ingram's a great player now and he's young and I think he would have been really great with this team this year they just needed a few young guys you know you, you see the Jordan Pools, you see the the Brandon Ingrams you see the Zach Levines they're all young guys with a lot of energy and you just didn't have that you had Carmelo you had Dwight beginning of the year you had Rondo and even LeBron, you know, I'm not criticizing LeBron, but he is an older player. And you see this with Tom Brady, too. These ultra-talented players cannot do what they did in their late 20s, middle 30s, or not even middle 30s for LeBron, early 30s. You can't see what they did. You see the decline. Not so much the decline of, how do I want to word this, of their overall skill, but their ability to carry a team. 
They, they have issues carrying a team. And that's not taking anything away from them. Tom Brady, he was in New England, and you could see it. Even though Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, he couldn't elevate that type of talent anymore. He just couldn't. Not in New England. He he went to Tampa Bay. He brought Gronk along. But they had Chris Godwin. They had Mike Evans. Uh, they got Leonard Fournette. They got a lot of core pieces. A lot of offensive talent for him. I don't know how you argue against that. They did. So I'm not taking anything away from LeBron. But he cannot elevate certain players like he could. He just can't. And I think they would have benefited way more from a buddy healed, some youthful players, a good mix. They would have benefited. But hey, that's the situation that the Los Angeles Lakers are in. It's not great for the playoffs, but we got a lot of, a lot of good teams in the playoffs still. It's going to be very exciting. Do I think Brooklyn has everything figured out? No, not at all. Um, they still have uh, some issues there with Kyrie, even though that the COVID not playing the Barkley Center in uh, Brooklyn, even though that's been lifted to where Kyrie can play home games now. Uh, the, the chemistry, something seems a little off. They beat the Knicks, but, you know, it's the Knicks. Come on. Uh, I don't know if this team's going to make a deep run in the playoffs. They were picked to win the finals, but overall, I just don't see them winning the finals this year. And I don't know necessarily if I see the Phoenix Suns winning it either. I actually see the Milwaukee Bucks running it back. I really do. I think they're they're the team to beat. Uh, then you got Philly that's going in. They're fighting for a top spot. I believe Miami's going to get the top spot in the East. Um, and then you, you, you factor in all these playoff teams, and all of them are great, but it would have been so nice to see the Lakers. <laughs> it just would have been. would have been great for ratings. Uh, speaking of some different teams, you know, Joel Embiid came out, Philadelphia 76ers, said, I deserve to be the MVP. I don't really know what else I have to do. Uh, this is what he said. Like I said, it's, it's out of my control. Uh, you know, uh, if it happens, great. Uh, if it doesn't, I, I don't know what I have to do at this point. Uh, you know, at this point, I feel like, you know, I'm, uh, they hate me. The standard for, you know, guys in Philly or for me is different than the standard than everybody else. No, Joel Embiid, nobody hates you. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia, it's a great city. They have great sports teams there. Fans are very passionate. But look, Embiid, you're in a tight race. And I don't necessarily have Embiid winning my MVP. I think Jokic has done great. It's a tight MVP race. So I don't want to he sit here and listen to Joel Embiid say, uh, I don't know what else I have to do. There are some games that were winnable by you. Um, now, granted, you've, you've turned it up. But I think Harden getting there has hurt Embiid's uh, chances to win MVP. There were some winnable games where they didn't win, um, but I, I I don't I'm not into this. Feel sorry for me. Uh, I feel like everyone hates me. No nobody hates you. Okay, just stop it. Don't don't be saying that kind of stuff. Look, MVP is an amazing award. It's gonna come down to Jokic or Joel Embiid. I think Giannis. You could make an argument for Giannis. He's in there. 
But but don't start with that whole thing, because, you know, Jokic isn't saying that stuff, and Jokic is playing out of his mind. And you look at the numbers, yeah, Embiid put up 45 points, okay? It's a tight race. But Embiid wanting everyone to feel sorry for him, I'm, I'm just not into it. I'm not. That's just my opinion of the MVP. Uh, I think Jokic, I think he's, I would vote for Jokic if I had a vote. Now, different people will make arguments for different players. Uh, Embiid has helped his team a lot. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Great player. We're going to see what happens with the MVP. So, I want to talk about this because DK Metcalf, there's a lot of rumors if he's going to be traded. There's some trades. Uh, talk going on. I don't know how serious it is. Some people uh, have put out a list of who they think would benefit uh, from a DK Metcalf trade from Seattle. Uh, Seattle has um, very much committed to the rebuilding process, which I I don't hate. I think if you're going to trade Russell Wilson, you have to uh, go all in. They've got two first rounders, two second rounders, uh, a few more picks. They, they're in that process of starting the rebuild, and I don't hate that. But if they were to trade DK Metcalf, which I find very interesting, some people are throwing this idea around. I like it, but I also don't like it. Uh, you, you could get quite a bit for DK. Uh, I think you could draw in a third, maybe a fifth, uh, throw in a couple other picks. Um, do I think who would benefit from it the most? I'm going to give you a couple teams who I think. All in all, I think the number one team that would benefit from it are the Kansas City Chiefs. They they need another strong receiver. And then the second team is Green Bay. I think those two teams uh, would be the most interested. Now, I know that if, hypothetically speaking, if Seattle was to say, let's trade him, um, if they said, let's go towards Kansas City, they would want a first rounder from Kansas City, just because they know that Kansas City has that. So the, I think they would want a first a rounder, maybe a fourth, maybe a third, uh, kind of mix in there. Uh, they get DK, of course. Maybe the Chiefs could pull a pick back, maybe a sixth or a seventh uh, from Seattle. Also, I believe the Green Bay Packers would benefit from this trade uh, immensely. I think the, they also have a first rounder, and I think the Seahawks would want that. A first and another pick, same kind of deal. Those two teams need receivers. Losing Devontae Adams and then losing Tyreek Hill, those two guys, uh, very irreplaceable. But DK Metcalf would go a long way in helping uh, replace some of that uh, depth, a wide receiver, and help mend that, really. A couple other teams that were thrown out there, Jets, he ain't going to the Jets. Uh, do I actually think any of this will happen? No, because Seattle is, uh, they the, DK's young, and if they want to rebuild, if they go after a quarterback, they're of course, they're of course going to want uh, a young receiver to mesh with that young quarterback. Uh, so all in all, I don't think they are actually going to uh, trade him. But it's very interesting that the Seahawks, they're, they're diving deep into the rebuild. That Even though even though it's not going to happen, these rumors are out there. They are definitely going all in on a rebuild. I, I don't hate it either. I like, I'm in the minority of people that like their draft picks. I do. I'm all for the winning now. I think I've talked about it a little bit. Uh, style of uh, teams are going that direction of winning now, going all in, trading their picks. That's a fine way to do it, but you got to have self-awareness of are you ready to win a Super Bowl if I go all in on a couple players? Am I not? You really got to know, and you got to be smart. I like my draft picks. I do. Call me crazy, but I like youth. I like young guys out there, fresh legs, running around. Yeah, I like I like it. I just do. 
Now, did it work for the Rams? Of course. That way can work. But as we've talked about on this podcast, there's a lot of different ways you can win in this league. A lot of different ways. So the NFL is kind of up and down right now with the news stories, free agents. It's slowed down quite a bit. Uh, the number one team that I had winning the offseason, uh, undoubtedly, who I, 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 this team's kind of a sleeper of who I picked the most impressive offseason. I got to go with the Oakland Raiders. They made the best moves this offseason. I was impressed with the Oakland Raiders. They went out and got Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones. They got a nice team. Now, obviously, you can always make the argument for the Denver Broncos, for the Chargers, the Chiefs. Uh, the, the Chiefs did not have a great offseason. But you can make the argument for a lot of teams. But I, my number one team who I'm most impressed with uh, is none other than the Raiders because they've, they've added a lot of talent to that team, a lot of talent. So as we've talked about, the NBA... Uh, it's in full swing, and we've talked about LeBron. The NBA playoffs are upon us. We've talked about LeBron and the impact that he, him not being in the playoffs, are are going to have on ratings. Now, I think I think the ratings will still be good, not great, of course, but still good. LeBron James has made other news though in the NBA recently. There's always a story surrounding LeBron. LeBron James has talked about a current player he wants to play with. I actually don't hate it. Steph Curry. Stephon Curry. LeBron said he would like to play with Steph Curry in today's game. Um, I don't hate it. I like this move. You're going to get a lot of pushback from people. Uh, there goes LeBron again, trying to recruit, trying to do this. No, I wanna, I'm going to tell you what I think would benefit LeBron's career. I think it would be beneficial for LeBron to play with Steph Curry and go to the Golden State Warriors. Oh, I know. That doesn't make any sense. Why would LeBron want to throw away his legacy and go play with the Golden State Warriors? I don't think it would hurt his legacy. What LeBron, Je- LeBron James right now, excuse me, what he needs is titles. He's going to pass Kareem. He's going to do that in the next year. He loves playing in L.A., don't get me wrong. He loves playing for the Lakers. But I think if he was to go to the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> you talk about a powerhouse. Nobody's beating that team. Nobody. Now, does it make a lot of sense league-wise? Um, no. Do guys like playing with LeBron? Um, not really. I think the overall perception of LeBron is if I go to this team to play with him and we win a championship, who is going to get all of the credit? Well, it will obviously be uh, LeBron James, even if even if he's not the one that makes the shot, the, the key moment, it'll still go on his resume before it would go on yours. I think that's the reason a lot of guys have a problem playing with LeBron James. I would watch every single game if he was on Golden State. I love the move. Now, Steph Curry has come out and he said, you know, nah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> which, you know, it, it makes sense that he would say that. Uh, but I don't hate this move by LeBron James. I think it's beneficial. I think it would help his resume. Now here's Steph Curry on the topic. Boy said. Who? Uh-oh. You hear what your boy said? Who, my boy? Take a listen. Who else you want to play with? Um, in today's game, <laughs> Steph Curry. Yeah. <laughs> Steph Curry's the one that I want to play with. Oh, 
shit. The chef. <laughs> you know what? Hey, he might want to play with you next weekend now. That is phenomenal. <laughs> when did he say that? Was that on the shop? Yeah. I guess the latest one, like, yeah. No. <laughs> well, he got his, we, we got his wish. So he's the captain. He's picked me the last two uh, All-Star games. So I don't know if that suffices, but I'm good right now. How's it make you feel, though? Yeah, right now. I mean, whenever you get the uh, the interest or curiosity of what it would be like to play with a arguably, you know, MVP kind of caliber dude like he is and one of the greatest of all time, cool. Like, it's amazing. Right. Um, we all can live in that fantasy world, though. So, Steph Curry, obviously, you know, calling it a fantasy world. I think it could be a reality. I would love to see it. Everyone would watch Golden State, LeBron, Draymond, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Uh, they would be unstoppable. Uh, they would definitely win a couple championships. I think it would benefit LeBron. Um, I don't see why he wouldn't. I mean, I know L.A., but, you know, not that far to San Francisco. It's not that far. Uh, would it make him be loved in L.A.? No. It would, they would probably call him, he's bailing out on us. So it would be a long shot. But if we're just talking, hey, win a couple chips, iron out your resume, you know, you don't have to do everything. Because LeBron James, let's be honest, he can't elevate players like we talked about like he used to. He just can't. And that's, that's not a knock against him. Uh, everyone... Everyone has that. Even Jordan, um, when he went to the Wizards, couldn't elevate everyone. He just couldn't. Um, you, you get a lot of pushback from Jordan, Jordan supporters, uh, that he's the GOAT, uh, that, you know, Jordan, it's not even debatable. LeBron's not even in the conversation. And like I said, I don't get into that whole debate. I just don't. I, I think it's a stupid debate. I think you just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on who would be the GOAT. Uh... All in all, I don't hate this move. I don't know why everyone would hate this move. Look, the league is great. The league is amazing. This is this is my this is one thing that I I feel about sports. You got to have a villain. You got to you got to have somebody that everyone doesn't like. It's great for ratings. You want that team to get knocked off, the Patriots, Golden State for a while. Uh Miami Heat, the Heatles. Y- you need that. And I know well, we want to see every team be able to win. That's great in theory, but ratings-wise, kind of boring. Drama-wise, boring. I mean, the Bucks. I hope they go on a title run right now, win a few more, couple more back-to-back. I love to see... This is what I've said about sports, and this is the way I believe. I love to see teams have many dynasties. Small dynasties, not large dynasties, dynasties like the uh, New England Patriots. I don't think that was necessarily the greatest thing. If you're a Patriots fan, of course you love it. But that dynasty went on like almost 20 years. And I'm just not a huge fan of that. But I don't mind if the Packers would have won one more with Aaron Rodgers. If the Seahawks would have won one more. Uh, you know, the Broncos were in a couple of years. Maybe them win a few. I don't think that hurts to have that every now and then. So if Golden State was to get LeBron and they win a couple chips, I don't think, why would that be an issue? Why would everyone hate that? And I'm sorry, but, you know, the Bucks win last year, Phoenix wins, let's say Philly wins. That's all great for the fans. 
but league-wise, we all know it'd be way more interesting to have the big stars in the final game, right? That Brooklyn Nets versus the Lakers. That Everyone would watch that game. Everyone. And not saying not everyone would watch the Phoenix uh, versus the Bucks in the finals. That would be a great matchup, um, a re- repeat. Uh, and I, I, I don't hate that matchup at all. But I would love to see the Bucks win another one. I currently have the Bucks winning the NBA Finals at the end of the year. That's my team that's going to win it. They're going to repeat. I think Giannis is going to turn it on again. I do. And people are doubting the Bucks. What's amazing is the Bucks aren't even the favorites. You see most teams win, and then the next year uh, the Bucks aren't, aren't even favored. You see those teams win, and then the next year they're favored. Like, everyone is probably picking the Rams again <laughs> to go back to the Super Bowl. Uh, Rams aren't winning the next Super Bowl. I, I don't have that happening at all. I'm, I'm, I mean, I just don't. I think they're a little top-heavy, the Rams. Um, this, this next year especially. Not last year, but I think this next year. Uh, but the NBA, can't wait to see the finals. Excited about the playoffs. I love talking LeBron, love talking Lakers. Look, it, it's fun to talk about the big names. It is. It's awesome. I love talking about the big names because there's a lot of drama included. Now, I I don't get into all the, the small storylines in sports, but hey, there's a couple ones going on. Tiger Woods, amazing that he has come back from a car uh, wreck in the last 17 months that could have amputated his leg. He's playing the Masters this weekend. Tune in and check that out. Uh, MLB is going to be kicking off here soon. Going to be following Shohei Otani. Can't wait to see what he does. One of the best two-way players I've seen. So there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. Catch each week of this podcast. See what we talk about. If you like the podcast, subscribe. Leave a review. Uh, Leave a comment. Follow me on Instagram, social media, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, We'll catch you guys next week. This has been Pastor Patrick.